Hi, this is Ricardo, pastor of Journey Church Ventura. Thanks for taking the time to listen to our podcast. Hope you're having a great week. We hope it's life-giving and life-changing. Take care. We've been in this series called Scattered with Purpose. Scattered with Purpose. There's, uh, it's true. Our church, all the churches in America are scattered. And uh, let's not lose the opportunity to understand that there's a purpose behind it, that there's a meaning, that there's a value that has uh, happened. And this book, First Peter, is really a book that was written to a scattered group of Christians that were exiled, that were persecuted, or being persecuted, or about to be persecuted. And they're a group of people that were um, feeling this tension of, man, things aren't going right. Things are difficult. Things are, are crazy out there. They're going crazy. But Peter is saying something that I think is really important. We t- our first week we talked about embrace our hope, that we have a hope that we can hang on to. No matter what the circumstance, we can hang on to our hope. Secondly, he told us and encouraged us to be the difference. Be holy as God is holy. Be different. Set apart as a, as a group of people. There should be something different about you and me. There should be something different about the way we handle life and go through life. And we don't give in to those fleshly desires and those things that, that happens and often what we want to identify with. And so he tells us to be different. Last week we talked about honor and respecting our leaders and to reveal Jesus, to glorify him. That's the power of understanding that when we are being Jesus to this world, we're a group of people that, um, that look different and not weird, not strange, but look different and, and can show people that we have Jesus in our lives because we have this respect and this honor for our leaders. I know it's complicated. I know it's difficult. I know it's frustrating. And over these past two weeks, we cannot deny that this has been a very, very difficult situation for our entire country all the protests, all the things that are going on. Um, I just want uh, anyone that's involved, uh, that, that's here, that's, that's experiencing those emotions, those feelings, we need to be Jesus more than ever to our community. We need to be Jesus in prayer. We need to be Jesus in our activities. We need to be Jesus in our attitudes. We need to be Jesus in our speech, everything. And when we are that, then we can see that God's going to make a difference. And I believe that's where we're going today. I believe that's where this message is going today. I've titled this message, Live Like Crazy. Scattered with purpose, live like crazy. Have you ever met up with a crazy person? And I'm not talking like crazy, like um, literally crazy. I'm talking about people that have these these, uh, crazy loves. These crazy loves in their lives. They, 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 they have these things. Tony Barn is in the room right now, and he's a, a crazy bike, bicyclist. And you talk to him, you're going to talk about bikes. Um, if you talk to me, I'm going to talk about food uh, or uh, all kinds of different things. I love sports as well. Crazy people, crazy about cars. You, if you talk, about somebody with, uh, talk to somebody about cars that, that's crazy about cars, then they talk about carburetors and wheels and tires and paint and years and shapes and models and all those kinds of things. All you hear about that is because they're crazy about cars. Uh, if you hang around a vegan, all you're going to talk about is um, the, 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 the juicy things that uh, Ron is laughing again, um, that, you know, all these, these things that you juice, carrots and kale and all the things that you should never juice. You should, no, I, I, 
never mind. Um, what about people who exercise? I think you're getting my point that, that you hang around people that are crazy about something. That's all they talk about. That's all they're about. And they're passionate about it. They're, they're, they're intense about it. And they love these, these things that they're crazy about. I have a friend named Dwayne Montague. Um, he's crazy about Disney. You hang around him, he talks about Disney, he has a blog on Disney, he has all, I mean, he's just crazy Disney. And uh, his wife works at Disney and all this kinds of stuff. Um, Dave Bautista, I don't know, it, he's a board member here at the church. He's crazy about fishing, hang around him. He loves to fish, he loves to reel it in. And, and um, it's just fun. But being crazy isn't bad. Let's not, let's not identify crazy as bad because that's not the kind of crazy I'm talking about. I'm talking about um, <clears throat> being crazy about something. Crazy people live differently. Crazy people live differently. They're all about the crazy that they're about. They're all about the things. And let me ask this question. This is the tension that we need to, to address today. Do people think you're crazy? Do they think you're crazy about Jesus? That's the big question. That's the big question. Do they think you're crazy about Jesus? And I, I'm not a big fan of the crazy weird. I'm a big fan about the crazy that you, you can't help but just exude, uh, talk about, love on, and, and express your, your appreciation for your relationship with Christ. After, you know, I, I get messed up by communion, it's because that's the very expression. There's no more pure expression of what Jesus did for us than those two symbols. And it, it makes me crazy about Jesus. And I want to ask you today, are you crazy about Jesus? Do people think of you as crazy about Jesus? I think what Peter is telling the people of uh, these exiled Christians, these scattered Christians, is that during a time of crisis, during a time of being scattered, during a time of difficulty, um, it is important to be crazy about Jesus. It is important to live like no other. It's important to talk like no other. It's important to, to example and to act in faith like no other. In fact, you're going to hear the, these four live like, live like, or uh, uh, love like, or uh, these, these crazy moments that we should have in our lives. As I was reading this passage, I was like, that's crazy. That's nuts. How can you live like this in the midst of crisis? But that's exactly what Peter is telling um, the people that he's writing to, uh, to be. In 1 Peter 3, 8 through 22, it simply says this. And, and I believe this is the first point that we want to make, is, is when scattered, when scattered with purpose, love like crazy. Love like crazy. When scattered, love like crazy. When we're, when we're experiencing this, this craziness in this world, it's time to love like crazy. If we don't love like crazy, we're not loving like Jesus. We're not living crazy. We're not living the life that Jesus would live. Because Jesus, when he came, he loved like crazy. He, he, he went ballistic. And so here in verse 8, it says this. Finally, all of you, be like-minded, be sympathetic, love one another, be compassionate and humble. Do not repay evil with evil or insult with insult. On the contrary, repay, listen to this, repay evil with blessing. Because to this you were called so that you may inherit a blessing. That's awesome. So bless and you'll be blessed. Cursed and you'll be cursed. But bless and you'll be blessed. That's a, so it, this is powerful. He's saying finally, which means to sum it all up. And he's not saying to sum up the book. It's kind of like a preacher saying in, in conclusion. 
because he's got more to say later. But he's saying, to sum it all up, be like-minded. This is a unifying thing. This is us as a church saying, we are like-minded. We have the same purpose in mind. It's important to understand that being like-minded doesn't mean that we're all doing the same how, but we are all about the same why and the same what which is to bring glory to God, which is to make Jesus shine, which is to show him to this world, which is to love like crazy. Be sympathetic. That means to be soft, have a soft heart, not a hard heart. It's interesting to watch us go through these experiences as we go through this pandemic, as we go through all these, these uh, uh, protests and things. It's interesting to see where the heart is. There's the soft heart that wants to reconcile, and there's the hard heart that wants to beat up and, 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 and punish and hurt and cause harm. And it says love one another, and this whole idea of love, there's a Greek word that's used here called phileo, which means it's a family love, it's a brotherly love. It means it's that we're together as a family. Be compassionate, simply care. Do you care? Do you care about your neighbor and, and his or her eternal destiny? Do you care? and then be humble. There's nothing worse than arrogant love. It's a love that says, I'm loving you and you should recognize it and you should understand it and you should value it and it becomes all about you. It's more about a public love than a private love that needs no attention. It's a giving love. It's a love that is full of humility. This is the kind of love that we should express. Normal people don't love like this in crisis. They focus on themselves. They focus on the crisis rather than uh, on, on others in the crisis. Crazy about Jesus' people focus on others and love all people around them. That's the beauty of loving like crazy in a difficult and crisis world, is that we example the very opposite of what is natural to humans. It's natural to me when I'm feeling down or when I'm going through a difficult time to focus on myself. It's natural to me to, to look at me and go, hey, I'm the one that needs the, the love. I'm the one that needs, I'm the one that goes through the difficulty. And we, we tend to do that instead of saying, because I'm crazy about Jesus and because I, I know, and we'll talk about trust in just a minute, but because I know God's in control, I can trust and therefore I can give my attention to others rather than myself. When scattered, we need to love like crazy. We need to be like-minded, sympathetic, love one another, be compassionate, humble. There are three levels of, of, of living that we could, we can, uh, are loving others um, <clears throat> with, within crisis. There's three levels. And the first one is, and the scripture says this, do not repay evil for evil or insult for insult. That's a level that says, um, this is the devil's way of living. I know that's strong language, but when you pray, repay evil for good, that's evil. That's evil. That's just pure darkness. doesn't matter how good you are. doesn't matter what you're doing. That's great. If somebody's repaying you evil, that's just pure evil. That's right from the pit of hell. There's another kind of living, a level of living, good for good, evil for evil. That's just human living. That's just the way of living as a human. But listen to this last one, good for evil. Good for evil means that we are living God's way. Yeah, it's so hard to love our enemies. Yeah, it's so hard to, to look at people and say, I love you, even though they're hurting you, even though you're going through difficult times. But the reality is this, is that God is calling us all to love like crazy. 
If we are crazy about Jesus, then we are going to love like crazy. When Jesus was on the cross, he's hanging on the cross, and he says about the, 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 the um, soldiers below, them, below him that are uh, gambling for his clothes, he says, Father, forgive them for they don't know what they're doing. He loves them while he's hanging on the cross, nails in his hands and his feet, a crown of thorn on his head, and he's bleeding like crazy, and he's been beaten and scourged, all kinds of crazy stuff, and he loves these soldiers. Who are we loving today? Who are we giving our hearts to? Who are we giving our, our minds and our, our energy to if we are loving like crazy? you got to be crazy about Jesus to love like that because it doesn't come from us. I know in my own heart, I, I, it's not a natural expression of mine. In other words, if we bless others, we will be blessed. That's what verse 9 says. Love Jesus, love others, and love your enemies. And when we do that, we're loving like crazy. The passage goes on to say, whoever would love life and see good days, or another way of saying this is, whoever would want to love life and see good days, they must do these things. They must keep their tongue from evil and their lips from de deceitful speech. Wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't that be nice to hear that today? They must turn from evil and do good. They must seek peace and pursue it. For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and his ears are attentive to their prayer. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. This is such a clear passage of, of loving like crazy, loving like, like Jesus wants us to. Isn't it interesting that um, we see this idea, whoever would love life and see good days must do these things, must keep their tongue from evil and their lips from deceitful speech. How is your language? How is our language in, in speaking today? Is it clear and clean or is it muddled and, and kind of vague and maybe intentionally deceitful? That's not the kind of language that God's going to bless. They must turn from evil and do good. They must seek peace and pursue it. Loving like crazy means we must love life and see good days. And in order to do that, we have to understand that the most damaging tool of the enemy is our tongue. One of the most da damaging tools is our tongue. If we don't speak well, if we don't tell the truth, if we don't uh, show love and compassion with our tongue, then we are a tool of the enemy. The most damaging tool to the enemy is our faith-filled actions, not our words, but faith-filled actions, doing things. Notice that it says they must keep their tongue from evil and their lips from deceitful speech, which is common in, our, in, in humanity. But then he says they must turn from evil and do good. So our actions are going to speak maybe louder than our words. They must seek peace and pursue it. And when we do, when we seek those things, when we turn our tongue from evil, when we do good things, those actions speak, speak loud. Now I know that uh, a lot of people are worried that if we live good lives in a world where evil is, seems to have a, an upper hand, that we're going to lose out. We're going to become doormats. We're going to become people that walk all over us because we're being so good in the midst of evil that we'll be taken advantage of. But listen to this last part of this passage in verse 12. It says, For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are attentive to their prayer. Hey, when we're living right, when we're loving like crazy, when we're living like crazy because we're crazy about the Jesus that is in our hearts and that we serve, 
He is going to listen to our prayers and he's going to protect us. He's going to keep us. He's going to hold us. And we just simply need to trust him. We need to trust him. I like what this one author said uh, by the name of Wiersbe. He says, we can decide to endure life and make it a burden. We can decide to escape life as though we were running from a battle or enjoy life because we know God is in control. What do you believe? What do you believe today? Are you loving like crazy and believing that God is in control? Or are you passive and maybe hiding in your house? Maybe the pandemic has been an advantage to you so that you don't have to go out and confront things. I get it. I get it. It's scary in, 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 some, in some respects, but it doesn't have to be. Crazy about, people, crazy about Jesus people don't stop loving in any circumstance. No matter what, we don't stop loving because God is in control. Are you in a difficult marriage? Let's bring it to home. Let's bring it to, to our homes. If you're in a difficult marriage, don't stop loving. Don't stop loving. I know it's easy to get that emotion. Hey, you're not loving me. Hey, you're not taking care of me. Hey, whatever the case may be. But the, 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 the reality is, if we are crazy about Jesus, then our love will continue to go on. Are you in a bad job? Don't, start, don't stop loving. Don't stop loving. You're not going to make a difference in that, in that culture by being like the culture. You've got to be the, the, the person that, that's crazy about loving. And in a bad injustice situation like now that we're in, this crazy world that we're living in, and this, this pandemic, this protests, and all these things going on, we cannot stop loving. We have to love in order to make a difference. And that's the best way to honor God. Crazy about Jesus' people love no matter what. No matter what. So my challenge to all of us, myself included, is are we living in such a way that we love no matter what? Are you extending your hand to those that don't love you? Those that aren't treating you well? Are you extending your, extending your love to those, at least your prayers? At least your prayers, at least those things that we can do that are, are beyond us. You might not be feeling the love, but you can express it. And I believe that's what God wants us to do. If we're crazy about Jesus, if we're that person that's like, oh, God is so good, God is amazing, and all of that comes out of our mouth, then it should come out of our actions, at least in our prayers, and most importantly, in our deeds and our actions. And when that happens, God is glorified. So we need to be crazy <clears throat> Uh, like uh, we need to love like crazy. Secondly, we need to be uh, when scattered. We need to trust like crazy. This verse says it clearly, uh, verse thirteen. Who is going to harm you if you are eager to do good? That makes sense. You're less likely to be harmed if you're going to do good. But even if you should suffer for what is right, you are blessed. <laughs> That's so hard to understand. It's so hard to feel that when you're going through stuff, especially when you've been doing all the right things and you're still getting beat up for it. You're still not being honored. You're still not being recognized. You're still not getting that raise or that, that blessing or your husband or your wife isn't still recognizing you, but you continue to do that good and you, you feel like, what's going on here? Well, the Bible says that you are blessed when you just continue to trust when you continue to do the right thing, when you continue to believe that God is going to come through, 
It says, do not fear their threats. Do not be frightened. He's talking to a group of people that are being persecuted, that they've, they're watching. They're watching around them and seeing, man, our Christian friends are being burned at the stake. They're being used as light poles along the streets in the palace. How do you trust in those moments? You believe that God is in control. And ultimately, we, we can't worry about dying. Well, we can't worry about what, what happens uh, with, our, with our lives because ultimately we are, our hope is in eternal life, not in this temporal life. So we can trust. And, and then it says, but in your hearts, revere Christ as Lord. Verse 15. This is the, this is the, the, the encouragement. In other words, I, I love what this one author said. He says, don't create unhealthy alliances. When you're, when you're fearful, isn't it easy to go find something to, to support you? Don't, isn't it easy to say, uh, I'm going to go ahead and make an alliance with this person because they can secure me. I remember in high school, I had an alliance with a guy named Lester Briano. Lester was this big, huge Hispanic dude, and he, he, everybody feared him. I didn't put my trust in God. I put my trust in uh, Lester. Lester ended up in jail because he knocked some guy out and uh, not the best guy to put my trust in. And as a result, we find that there's a, a challenge with this idea of making um, unhealthy alliances. What, what's your alliance? Are you, are you aligned with um, something, maybe a medication, maybe a, a, a relationship, maybe something that's not healthy to help you overcome what is already unhealthy? But in your hearts, revere Christ as Lord. Fear the Lord. Our fear of God will encourage us to have a trust in Him. It's a revere. It's a respect. It's an honor. And when, you put our, when we put our trust in Him, then we win. We win. And we don't have an unhealthy alliance. So we need to love like crazy. We need to trust like crazy. And then we need to express our faith like crazy. Here's a great uh, statement. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. But do this with gentleness and respect, keeping a clear conscience so that those who speak maliciously against you, uh, your good behavior in Christ may be ashamed of their slander. What a great passage of scripture to encourage us. And I, again, I was reading through this and I'm like, this is living like crazy. This is living crazy. This is not making sense. Normally we hide in these, these, these difficult situations. Normally we protect ourselves. But the, Peter is saying, live like crazy. Be ready to explain why you're different. Be ready to explain why you're different. Do, does anybody come to you and say, hey, why do you live that way? I, I think our answer should be, well, you see, I'm crazy about Jesus. The, way, the reason I live this way, the reason I live with a smile on my face, the reason I live with joy and peace and calm is because I'm crazy about this Jesus that has total control of my life. You see, I used to fear. I used to fear you. I used to fear men. I used to fear the, all, all of life. But I don't anymore because I'm going to heaven and I have no reason to fear. You see, I, I, I used to, to worry. I used to be just concerned about everything. I used to be worried about finances. But you know what I learned? I'm so crazy about this Jesus that supplies all my needs and takes care of my life. You know, I, I used to want to please everybody. Now I only have one audience, and that's Jesus. 
If I please him, I know that I'm honoring him and hopefully it's a blessing to you. I hope that's the answer. We need to be prepared to give an answer for why we are different, why we're separate, why we're, we're unique in the situation. And I'm saying crazy because we're crazy about Jesus. We don't look crazy like, you know, uh, just nuts and, and, and out of control, but we're this person that has an absolute faith because we're crazy about Jesus. Are we ready to express our faith? Are we ready to do it in a humble and, and, and uh, a, a way that doesn't malign us or give, us a, give people a reason to say, hey, you're nuts, you're, you're insincere, or you're, you're telling a lie, or those kinds of things? No, we need, to, we need to explain our faith so that people understand and know that we love them. And lastly, when scattered, we need to suffer or sacrifice like crazy. We need to suffer a sacrifice like crazy. We need to understand that in these times, it's when we can give the most. It's when we can give our hearts, when we can give our souls, when we can show people that we are not um, um, uh, holding back anything of ourselves, but that we're giving everything. Yes, you can suffer. The, the scripture says, for it is better if it is God's will. It's hard to understand that in God's will, it might be his will for us to suffer. For it is better, if it is God's will, to suffer for doing good than for doing evil. For Christ also suffered once for sins, the righteous for the unrighteous. That's a powerful insight. To bring you to God. He, he was put to death in the body, but made alive in the spirit. Are we willing to sacrifice? If we're going to love like crazy, if we're going to live like crazy, then we have to be willing to, to, to suffer, to give our lives, to sacrifice our lives. I, I think there's a big difference between sacrifice and suffering. Sacrifice is when you and I choose to give. And suffering is when it's taken from us, when we're persecuted, when we're being put down. And I just want to encourage you today. I believe that if you're crazy about Jesus, then you're willing to live like crazy. You're willing to live in this, in this way that says, I'm willing to live so differently. I'm willing to live like Jesus lived. I'm willing to give like Jesus gave. I'm willing to suffer like Jesus suffered. I'm willing to trust like Jesus trusted. I'm willing to do whatever it takes to explain my faith so that people understand that God is in control of my life. Are you, are you crazy about Jesus? I'm crazy about the Jesus that let his life be torn apart and beaten and bruised. I'm crazy about the Jesus that allowed his life to shed the blood and the sacrifice that came as he died on a cross. How is Jesus asking you to love today? Like crazy. Are you giving to the one who hurts you? Are you sacrificing? Are you loving like no other? Are you loving like crazy because you're crazy about Jesus? How is he asking you to trust? Are you trusting him? Are you stepping out in faith? Are you living a safe life? Or are you living a risky life for God? I believe that's what God's calling us to. Or we are only willing to love as much as we're willing to hurt. Those that live in faith, those that live sacrificially, are willing to hurt because they know the value of the reward. Who is Jesus asking you to express your faith to? Is there someone that has been asking or has been watching and you know, you know they're curious 
Be ready to give an explanation. Be ready to give them that picture that you are different because of you're crazy about Jesus. How is God asking you to sacrifice or suffer? Is our light shining in such a way as to challenge the darkness? Anytime our light challenges the darkness, it's going to offend. It's going to bring tension. It's going to bring a, a, an awareness of a different way of life. And I want to encourage you today. Are you willing to live like crazy? Because you're crazy about Jesus. Are we willing to live like crazy in, in our trust, in our love, in our sacrifice, in our expression of faith? If we are, we're going to make a difference in this world. Crisis doesn't mean we, take, we pause. Crisis means we move forward. And I love what God has been doing here at Journey Church Ventura as he's challenged us to move forward in so many different ways, in so many different areas of our lives because of this pandemic, because of even the protests now are challenging us to take a stand. and Not, not to take a stand and saying, I'm going to beat you down, but I'm going to love you like crazy because I'm crazy about Jesus. Maybe you're here today and you're kicking the tires of faith and you're kind of wondering what um, life is like. You're wondering what uh, this Christianity is all about. Maybe the curiosity is because somebody is loving you like crazy. Maybe somebody is trusting like crazy. Maybe somebody is expressing faith like crazy. Maybe somebody is willing to sacrifice or suffer for you. Maybe if that's you, we just want to encourage you today, encourage you today to give your heart to Jesus. The way to do that is to say, Jesus, I believe I'm a sinner. I know I've made mistakes and I ask you to forgive me of my sins. I ask you to forgive me of my sins and I will follow you for the rest of my life. I believe that you were raised from the dead. I believe that you were raised from the dead and that today I have the hope of eternal life. If that's you and you would like to accept Christ as your Lord and Savior, then I want to pray with you right now. Dear Jesus, I pray that you would just bless this person or persons that are giving their hearts to you today. Help them to know that you love them. Help them to know that you died for them and that their sins can be forgiven. And Lord, help them to understand that you rose from the dead so that you can give them the hope of eternal life. Bless them today, I pray in Jesus' name. Lord, thank you so much. Thank you so much for saving them and redeeming their lives and giving them a hope that, that we have through you. And we praise you and thank you for that. And maybe you're here today and you've been challenged to live like crazy. Maybe you're, you're crazy about Jesus and didn't quite know what to do. Well, first of all, start loving people and just reach out to them and love them and embrace them no matter who they are. Everybody gets loved. The hurtful and those that are loving, everybody gets loved in God's way of, of living life. Trust, trust that God will lead you and guide you and take those steps of risky faith. And as you do, Jesus will show up. Express your faith, explain your faith, let people know why you live the way you live and sacrifice and give yourself to everyone. God, we just thank you so much that you are calling us all to live like crazy because we're crazy about you. And Lord, I pray that your Holy Spirit will guide and direct every step we take. And we thank you and praise you that you are doing an amazing work today. God, to, to move us forward. Thank you for Peter's words to a, a, a persecuted church, a scattered church, much like we are today. Maybe not with the tension of being uh, burned at the stake, but still we feel separated. 
but we're still involved in this world. Help us, God, to make a difference. Help us to live like crazy because we're crazy about you. I thank you and I praise you for that today, God. Bless each person that's been watching and listening, and we give you all the glory and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you guys. We love you, and we anticipate great things as God moves in our hearts and helps us to live like crazy because we're crazy about Jesus. We'll talk to you later. God bless you. Bye-bye. Thank you for giving us the opportunity to join your journey. And I hope the message made a big difference in your life. And if it did, we just encourage you to go to journeychurchventura.com and let us know. Also, be free to share this message with your friends and family. We just love to impact as many people as we can. Once again, thank you for joining us at Journey Church Ventura.